Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer and laugh louder, smile brighter, be the authentic woman they were designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved and understood. So this is the place where women can share their stories. So put your crown on. Let's get chatting. Welcome to episode four. Hi Liv, how are you? I'm good. Yourself? Good. How was your week? Yeah, pretty good. I've got uh, a green pea driver in the house, mm. one step closer to uh, leaving the nest. Flying the coop. Yeah. You, how was your week? It was another super busy week. We had um, winter festival at school this week, so that's a lot of singing and dancing and lantern making and, and it all ends on Thursday night, yeah. um, this Thursday just gone. And it was beautiful, really. It was. It's just a really beautiful experience, and I couldn't help but think of those those four hundred children walking through the bush with lanterns. It was like you know fairyland. How beautiful! But I just kept thinking of the kindy kids and and um, you know imagining what was going through their minds. Like that reclaiming wonder and imagination in children is just, I think, necessary. It's the essence of childhood because mm. I think these days childhood sort of stripped from under them, like yeah. Growing up far too quickly, and so yeah, it was beautiful. How lovely! Anything, anything in your in your childhood done at night with lights is exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll never forget that. No, it's true. How nice. Okay, so this week, episode four, um, I was, as you all know, I was reading the book Everybody Always by Bob Goff, and there's one chapter um, where he he um, he helps a um, a kid that's been abused by these witch doctors in Uganda and he rescues him and he takes him back to the States and he has multiple surgeries done for him and just trying to reconstruct him. Shocking. Yeah, so shocking. But so he kind of um, adopts this little kid called Charlie and um, when Bob's kids turn 10, he asks these children where they'd like to go for their birthday. And so Charlie was now one of his little boys and he said to him when he turned 10, where would you like to go? And, of course, Charlie decided he wanted to go to Kilimanjaro in, in Africa. I want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> he wants to go climbing. <laughs> anyway, it was just so beautiful because he, of course, he took him there and, of course, they climbed. But little Charlie, because of... Um, his age and his operations, he couldn't make it to the top. So I'm just going to read you what he said to him. Um, and it says here, um, brave little Charlie made it to 16,400 feet. This was to be his personal summit. And then he goes on to say, before Charlie had headed back down the mountain with one of the guides, we had a ceremony. I had brought 15 medals with me and started pinning them on Charlie's jacket. I said to Charlie, you are brave and pinned on the first medal. I said, Charlie, you're courageous and pinned on the second medal. Medal after medal hung on his chest as I spoke words of truth and encouragement and love over him. As I put the last medal on him, I said, Charlie, you're a mountain climber, and I gave him a hug. And I just thought that was so beautiful that he was speaking these words of truth over him. I'm so pleased I've read this before because I'd be a blubbering mess if it was the first time. That's beautiful, really. And, and he goes on to say, um, don't talk, he's talking about your children, don't talk to them about their failures and the dark places they've been. Talk to them about who they're becoming and the bright hope that is their future. 
speak truthful and wise words over them. I just thought that was so beautiful. And I remember back to my childhood, um, maybe they weren't truthful words, but they did make me feel really special. When we used to go down to my our grandparents' farm, there was a restaurant and they had a little horse rag, would you call it? Yeah. And so the the woman would, it's like a pony ride. She'd take you outside on a, this pony and you'd walk maybe 15 steps up the ramp and you'd stand, stay there. And then the ramp was, what, one foot off the ground? Yeah, and then the horse would just walk backwards, back down the ramp. That was it. But Dad used to say that I was a trick rider. And for years I thought I was heading for the Olympics in the show jumping competition. I seriously thought I could ride a horse. Trick rider, Jess the trick rider. <laughs> but it just shows you the power of words. Yeah. True. And he, he he called me trick rider for years. I used to go to a friend's house and they were all in Jim Carners and Pony Club. <laughs> and I said, yeah. yeah, I can ride a horse. Oh, my God. But you that... couldn't get a prouder father, really. No. We, we were lucky. We were. It got embarrassing sometimes how proud he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even a proud grandfather. Yeah. Um, but then I was at the gym the other day at my 6.15 boxing class. Surprise! I didn't see you there, Liv. No, no, I was tucked up in bed with my water bottle. <laughs> um, but the music that was playing, it it was so, grotesque. it was grotesque, it was revolting. And I just thought if our kids are being fed this... this vile. Vile, oh, yeah, but these lies about who they are and what they what they should be doing... Is, is so destructive mm, and if, mm. if we're not doing it, then they are. They're doing it for us and it just got me thinking on how do we speak truths over our children um, and as mums, we're the voice that they hear the most um, yeah. and we, okay. ha- we have to be speaking truths. Yeah, and I wholeheartedly <laughs> believe that that is necessary and true and good and, and everything. But I can't help but feel a bit of a fraud speaking on it <laughs> because I was the absolute opposite this morning. I was a banshee trying to get four kids in the car on the way to school. I think I yelled, you know, I think someone had lost homework, someone had lost a rugby shirt, someone had lost a blazer, someone didn't empty the dishwasher. Did you have ripped stockings on the way out the door? Yeah, had a ladder in the stocking. And then just to top it off, Henry had the mother of all knots in his shoe. I reckon there were ten knots. And as I'm running out the door with an arm full of gear, he said, can't you undo the knot? And I'm like, get in the car, like a banshee. And then I thought to myself later when you mentioned this topic, how poorly I had behaved (laughs) this morning. Like usually we say prayers on the way to school and I was so wound up. I I couldn't, I struggled to even bring myself. Like we we just have this same prayer that we say every morning. Mm. Um, but I couldn't bring myself to say it and I I just ended up just saying, um, you know, something like, dear Jesus, please help me to be a good student, a good son and daughter, um, fill me with, with wisdom, help me to be a good brother and sister. I don't know. I just rattled something off that was completely not what I normally say and, and my elders just went, go mum. <laughs> but I think I, I just had to step out of my the usual routine and 
And I think actually saying something like that sometimes from the heart is better than the rote prayers because it made them think about what I was saying. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but but getting back to that. um, But imagine having that steady diet of barking orders, hmm. um, hurry up, quickly, do this, no, don't do that. I mean, it's shocking. Yeah, but that happens in my home daily. Mm. Um, but I have to turn that around. Yeah, yeah. And and for um, the children, the school day is, particularly the little ones, the school day is their world. And for us it's just a minuscule part of their timeline, um, of their journey. But, yeah, it's their whole world. So when we send them off into their world, um, I, you've got to question yourself, have I done that well? Have I sent them off lovingly with joy and hope and encouragement? Or was I a banshee like Liv was this morning? Yeah, or me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I think we have to be um, intentional in how we send them off. Yeah. Like it has to be loving and it has to be encouraging and, you know, we hope you have a great day. And Yeah. Well, I had to Google um speaking truths because I don't do it naturally. I'm more of a barking orders type mother. the same genes. <laughs> I do actually get to the end of the day sometimes and think, have I actually smiled at my children today? I'm, I'm, and I, I actually feel really sad because sometimes I, I don't think I actually have intentionally smiled at them. No, um, but, you know, that's, that's normal though. How good am I? Yeah. But um, I do. I look, go and look at them asleep, and I think, oh my gosh, you're so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, the day gets there's it's rush it from one from one rush, you know, yeah. thing to the next. But again, like we do, I know that's true, and I feel like that too. But I think sometimes we have to cut ourselves slack um, mm. because it is tough. Like this, as I said on the last podcast or two ago or something, um, you have to recognize the the um, season you're in, like recognise its pitfalls and its values mm. and um, give yourself some slack, try and have patience and just love, love, love. Yeah. So I Googled, as I said, um, speaking truths, and this one woman, um, she this is her prayer that she rattles off to her boys mm. every day and I just thought, wow. She says, you are a man of integrity and character. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. You will be a blessing to your teachers and a blessing to your friends. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are a leader and not a follower. And I thought if I could say that yeah. every day, <laughs> I would be winning. Yeah, yeah that wasn't me. No. <laughs> I could barely get the words out. But um, it was decompressing. Yeah, I think we have to be intentional about speaking and declaring truths. Mm. Um, I've always, I've heard it a lot, but I've never known how to do it. Mm. And I just want to speak life to their hearts and to for them to rehearse these truths um, in their minds so that they can draw on them when they come to a place of despair and doubt. Mm. Um, things like... I want my kids to know who they are, like really to the who they are and whose they are, and ultimately they're gods. Mm. So to get them there, I have to give them these little um, tidbits, you know, yeah, the little yeah, yeah. little verses that they can draw on, like um, sound bites yeah, yeah, yeah. that they can hold on to, um, and like. 
you know, you and I have teenage boys and they they'd probably cringe when we yeah. say it. I know mine would. Yeah. Um, but who cares? Yeah. It's coming from a place of love and just yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael cringe, but I know. So things like um you're a gift from God. Like just to let them know that they are a treasure. They're treasured. They've been given to us as a gift and a gift is something that you happily receive always. Mm-hmm. And they need to know that they're they're an actual gift. Um God has a plan for your life. I thought that was beautiful because yeah. you know, you can always be a little um disheartened and think, Where am I going? What am I doing? I've got mm-hmm. you know. There is a plan. Yeah. And I, I think parents need to um really think about that as well because sometimes we can get so caught up in hoping that they're going to turn out okay hoping that they'll be happy hoping that they'll find a good partner you know all these all these fears mm. and yet we mm. should just like they're not ours god's one with the plan god's got them in the palm of his hand we're just you know we're guiding them here but they're essentially his and um we we've got to take we've got to trust that yeah. he has a plan there's that beautiful proverb 22 Proverbs twenty two six mm. and it's um, train up a child in the way the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I take a lot of um, hope from that. Like you know, we don't know our children are still little, and we don't know what the future holds. But what we can be guaranteed is that we've given them the best we know how, and um, we're giving them the truths of the church. Yeah, and that even if God forbid they stray. Um, they will come back. God's promised that. Yeah, and also to um, trust trust in his plan, trust that he has our child's best interest mm. and, you know, just trust. Mm. He loves our child more than we do. Yeah. Uh, and he's faithful. He's so faithful. Mm. Um, the other thing is to say I'm so happy that you're my child, that, that God gave me you to be. Mm, your mother mm. yeah that's beautiful proud you know tell i'm so proud of you Mm. we all want to know these things we all want to be told that we're loved Mm. and that someone is proud of us i I do well we all want affirmation it's part of our being but and then when i get dressed up to go out and i never get any (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, i always say Wow, you look daffodil, hoping for a, a return. Pot. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen, but you know. I never, I never, I never, I never. But I don't even go fishing anymore because I don't. Yeah, but we went out last night. It makes me more depressed, upset. Like, we went out last night and I thought, well, I swan out there and shake my hair. Oh. <laughs> your eyelids. Yeah, it didn't make a lick of difference. You didn't uh, even notice. Well, I had my hair done and he noticed two days later. Anyway, you know. <laughs> we're, we're not talking winning. about ourselves. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but also another thing uh, which has taken me a while to get into, but having worship music on in the car yes. instead of the. <laughs> this cracks me up. <laughs> Jess and I have just discovered worship music. <laughs> and um, a lot of it's Hillsong. Yeah, it's Bethel. Yeah, and it's different to the um, the hymns we've grown up with. And those hymns, they're beautiful. And mm. but it's different. It's a little bit more upbeat, I suppose. Um, but it's it's so meaningful compared to the rubbish that's on the radio. I don't know. It speaks to your heart. Yeah, you really listen to the words. Yeah. Not... But also, it's 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 
beats and tunes that you can't could almost be you know seen as modern yeah, music. Modern. Yeah. I was walking into swimming lessons yesterday on Wednesday, and my youngest is there belting out. Um, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the Lord. No, no, no. It was. Um, he was no longer afraid. He was no longer a slave to fear. <laughs> I am a child of God. I just cracked up laughing. He, unbeknownst to him. He what just, the swing teacher said. <laughs> she looked at me sideways. And, yeah. Anyway, but I, I mean, I prefer him to say those words than, than what you heard at the gym. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was so revolting. It was something like, let's not, let's do what we text, you know. Let's do what we've been texting each other. And, yeah, it just went went downhill, went downhill from there. It was so revolting. Yeah. But, yeah, I think um, getting back to whispering truths, um, God knows us all by name. So mm. if you tell your children that, like that's powerful. Yeah. We're not just like a group of humanity. He knows each of us by name. Yeah. And he knew us before we were even in our mother's yeah. womb. That baffles me over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, I was just um, also when kids doubt themselves and complain about how they look or we have to nip those lies in the bud because they, they're lies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do that, put on that southern drawl and say that comes from the pit of hell, <laughs> kind of, you know, make light of it. But it's it's lies. It's not true. Yeah. yeah. You were you were fearfully and wonderfully made. We should be mm-hmm. saying that to them. And as a teacher, my goodness, has anxiety gone through the roof in the last five years? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're just listening to rubbish and social media. You know, everything's based on how many likes you get. But they're also being fed that they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. They're not pretty enough. They're not thin enough. They're not smart enough. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not sexy enough. They mm-hmm. they are enough. Yeah, and we have to yeah. keep reminding them that because they're being fed these lies day in day out mm-hmm. yeah but like um i don't know who told me this but it was probably some parent conference i went to but um you know to always praise always works better than you know like mm-hmm. negative negativity but not just to say um you know like you did an awesome job you were so good everything was perfect you don't always have to go that far Mm. the better option is to praise their effort yeah rather than the final outcome even if the final outcome is brilliant yeah you know just to say you did a really good job you really worked hard on this this and this um yeah just the effort side of it yeah because it's not all about winning or being the best the the, the end result it's about the journey Mm. yeah um also when they are feeling not good enough get in their face like get down in their face and say, you belong, you matter, you're kind, you are good, you belong. Mm. And just to tell them these profound truths. Yeah. Like, you know, every I know sometimes you think, oh, oh there's nothing, you know, they drive me mad. But I'm sure there's something. Yeah. There is something there that you can say to them in all honesty and all truth about them. Yeah. Mm. You are his and you are mine. Yeah, we tried for a while at the dinner table at night to, um, we started with like what was one good thing that happened yeah. today 
but you know that's a bit cheesy. Yeah, we tried that a few years ago. Yeah, and then we tried we tried to say um, I think it was just actually I don't think it was a nightly thing. I think it was Father's Day, and uh, we said, "What's one good thing about Dad?" And it just went (laughs) downhill. No, they were all great, but it just like turned into a laughing match. It was just funny. But that's with teenagers, you know, that you can you can practice this fully with little ones. They'll just soak it up like a sponge. With teenagers it will be a bit more of a task, but you can still do it. And I don't know about yours, but my boys went through that stage around 15 when it wasn't so cool to hug mum. Yeah. 14, 14. Um, oh, no, they're getting, no, maybe it was 13. But now they're getting cuddly again. Mm. They'll come and kiss me and hug me goodnight. And, but, you know, I even just try, like, walking through the shop, go and link arms with them. They hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, you know, just those little yeah. actions. Well, that's like that. what we used to do. Mum used to do with us, hold their hand and squeeze it three times. It three I times. love you. Yeah. Have we said that before? Yeah, 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 we have. Yeah. But we both still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that is a truth. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not actually speaking it, is it? Um, I think also we as adults, as women, as mothers, we need truth spoken over us as well. Mm. Um, We need to be told that we're loved. We need Mm. to be told that we matter. We need to be told that we're doing a good job or we're doing the best job we Mm. can Mm. because we doubt, women doubt themselves all the time. time. I remember a girlfriend uh, a friend's, one of the boys' friends' mum texted me after um, Mike had stayed the night and just said, gee, he's got good manners and he helped clean up after dinner. I was like, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> it's nice it's to just, be a just, free yeah, friend. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we're craving for it. Not not out of um, pride. No. No, it's just. Just we're, we've, we're created that way to mm. be known, mm. loved and understood. Um, but like, you know, yesterday when we all got together, um, a group of friends, um, the women, we, we were bouncing stuff off each other because we want to know that like what's going on at home, the hard yards is normal. Women need to have that affirmation that what you're going through is normal and you're doing a good job. Yeah. Men don't need that. They can internalize stuff more. And, um, well, they, yeah, they don't need the, Verbal affirmation, no. maybe. Except they, if they've just mown the lawns and he likes me to comment on how bad it is. And if they've chopped the wood and they won't do this to tell you that the wood pile looks yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they're dre- dressing up to go out yeah. at night. Yeah. 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 Always. But yeah. aftershave's damn good. <laughs> I'd like to know that too. Um, and another thing is over our marriage. Because marriage is in such dire straits these days. Yeah, people give up too easily. Yeah, and to be told, you you know, declaring truths over that, it, mm. it is good. Yeah. You know, you're doing a good job, you're, you know. Because there's To so each other, are you saying, or to others, or both? Or, or have somebody called that out over you. Mm. Like, you, you know, we, we try and go out once a week. On a date, um, he tried once to turn. <laughs> no, I must admit, actually, that oh no, no, we have. It just hasn't been a regular. Mm. We used to do it every Thursday night, but I was getting too fat <laughs> <laughs> to, 
too many vinos because <laughs> Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And Sunday. Yeah, so I said we can't do Thursday night anymore, and it has to be like a Friday. But then it, it's just get, it's been yeah. really busy. Uh, anyway, that's a, no. But I agree because I mean, look at the state of the world: one in three ends in divorce, mm. and um, yeah, we've got to help each other out, and just and particularly young marriages too. That be honest with them; it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. You've got to work on it. Um, and till death does part. <laughs> That's right. Um, but it is beautiful, and those struggles—they're tough, they're real. But that's part of it. Yeah, that's what makes you stronger as a couple. Yep. True. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we finished. Joy, what what joy have you had this week, Liv? Um. Well, my first joy would be that quote that. Um, that I just read out, Proverbs 22, just that, you know, that hope that God's got them in the palm of his hand. If we give them the truth of the church, then they'll, they'll be all right. Mm. He's got them. Okay. But, yeah, joy um, other than that would have to be laughter at the dinner table. We were in hysterics the other night over something James had come across. I'm sure your table is always it's always pretty wild. It's always pretty <laughs> loud. <laughs> but yeah, that always like just having the six of us around the table in stitches. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. What about you? Uh well it would have to be the song that Harry was singing the other day at swimming. No Longer Slaves, um, by Jonathan David and Melissa Helsa. It's a Bethel song. So is Bethel the band? Because I haven't It's the group, yeah. Okay. I think they're connected to Hillsong. Mm. But listen to it. It's such a beautiful song and it's a good one to belt out in the car. So say it again, No Longer Slaves, was that it? Yep, yep. Good to belt out in the shower <laughs> at the swimming pool, obviously. <laughs> For those of you who don't know Jess, she was always the sibling on top of Dad's oak chest with a hairbrush belting out yeah. whatever she could. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jacko, Mariah, Celine, <laughs> you name it, I sang it. So I don't. And now I have a daughter who does the same. Yeah. But I don't doubt you sang Bethel in the shower. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best acoustics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, have you got a prayer for us, Liv? Yeah, yes, I do. I have this beautiful prayer I was given. In 2010, it was at our parish, actually. They handed it out on Mother's Day. And I've kept it in my wallet ever since. So for eight years, you can imagine, it's a little bit tacky. Um, but I'll read it. It's well loved. <clears throat> it's very well loved. Jesus, I place the name of my children in your hands. Engrave them therein forever so that nothing or no one will be able to take them out of your hands. Jesus, please hold my children when I have to let them go. And always may your strength be above their weakness. You know how fiercely the world will hate them if they refuse to go the world's way. I do not ask you to spare my children sorrow, but be their comfort when they are afraid. <clears throat> Just on this topic, give me the strength and the courage to speak truths into them, to instill in them courage, kindness and righteousness and a deep love of your blessed mother and yourself. Will you, for the sake of your name, dear Jesus, keep them in your covenant and never let them be estranged from you their whole life long? Amen. Amen. That's beautiful. Isn't Can I have a beautiful? copy? Yeah, I've always meant to get copies. <laughs> Just <laughs> eight years of meant to get copies, <laughs> but I will. But it's beautiful. Yeah. And that gives me comfort too. Like, you know, the world will try everything on them, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. 
but just like never let them be, never let them go. You know, don't just, give up. Yeah, but mm. just like uh, you know, yeah. Anyway, it's beautiful. Lovely. I'll get you a copy. Thanks. Okay. Have a good week. Thank you. You too. See you later. See you. Bye. So if you enjoyed this podcast, could you please share it with a friend or leave us a rating on iTunes? That way it gets the word out. Thanks. Have a good week. Bye.